Hello, I'm Ren Ferguson. I'm one of the ministers here at the Collinsville Troy Church of Christ, and I'm glad that you have come back today. If you will, be opening up to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, and we are going to be picking up in verse 9. Um, again, this entire chapter, Paul is spending defending his ministry, and even as he said, as we discussed at the end of yesterday's session, uh, that even if he were to bring out other proofs, even if he were to quote-unquote boast more, that he would, would not be incorrect or wrong for, for doing that. And he says, in, he says something interesting here in verse 9. He says, I do, not want you, I do not want to appear to be frightening you with my letters. For they say his letters are weighty and strong, but his bodily presence is weak and his speech of no account. Again, these, these people in Corinth that were trying to attack Paul and he'll, he gets into kind of their, their mindset, their attitude, and their heart, especially there in verse, verse 12. But they, again, accuse him of very similarly to what he talked about in verse 1. They say that he writes these letters and he's so bold in these letters and, and he speaks so authoritatively and, and he just seems to be just so strong and courageous and, and all of these other things. He seems to be very stern, but then whenever he's actually here, he's weak and his speech is of no account. Again, these, these people that were these false prophets were trying to promote themselves over Paul. I remember seeing something recently, and I can't remember the exact wording of it, but, but the, the gist of the quote was, the quickest way for a weak man to become great is to undermine the character of a great man. It doesn't take a lot of effort. It doesn't take somebody to be great. And in fact, that's really what these false prophets were. They weren't anything great, but they wanted to be as great as Paul. And so they were trying to attack him. They were trying to bring him down so that they looked better. And they were doing that in many ways, but one of the ways is saying that he seems to be so authoritative and, and so domineering in his letters, but... In all reality, again, what we've talked about with verse 1, he's a coward. He's not very strong. And what he's saying in verse 9, he's saying he's, he's not just trying to say these things to scare them. He's not just trying to sound big and bad. But he's actually genuinely trying to correct them. And as he says, jumping down to verse 11, he says, Let such a person understand that what we say by letter when absent, we do when present. He's saying there's no difference between the letter and when we're there. If there is something that needs to be corrected, he's saying we're going to correct it. We're going to fix it. It's not that we're stronger and more bold when we're not around. We do the same thing. And just even as he talked about earlier in verse uh, six and at the end of verse two, he knows that when he goes, there are going to be people that he has to go to and that he has to correct. In fact, using that example in the the book of Galatians, whenever Peter 
was there and he was eating with the Gentiles, but whenever the Jews came from Jerusalem, he left the Gentiles and only ate with the Jews. And, and Paul says that he withstood Peter to the face. Paul was not a coward. Paul didn't do things just in these letters. He didn't claim to be bold just in these these letters. And, and then whenever he was there, he was weak and ineffectual. He's saying what we do by this letter, we'll do it when we're there. And he says in verse 12, not that we dare classify or compare ourselves with some of those who are commending themselves. Now again, going back to these people that were trying to attack Paul, these false teachers, false prophets, false apostles, they were trying to boast of themselves to elevate themselves above Paul. And what he is saying here is he's saying we're not doing the same thing. We are not, and I believe the New King James says at the end of that sentence, I believe it says, not that we dare classify or compare ourselves with some of those who are arrogant. And that's really the heart of it. They were arrogant. And because of that, they were boasting of, hey, look at me. Look at how great I am. Look at how eloquent I speak. Look at even, maybe even how I dress. Look at just how much better I am than Paul is. And what he's saying is, is we're not doing, we're, we're not boasting out of arrogance. He wasn't making these claims to just make himself look better. He was making these claims to help the Corinthians realize that his power, his authority, and Paul did this all of the time. He never once took credit for something that he did as if it was just him who did it. He always brought it back to God. Even as he says in uh, 1 Corinthians 15, and I believe it's verse 10, uh, he says, By the grace of God I am what I am, and his grace toward me was not in vain. On the contrary, I worked harder than any of them, any of the other apostles, any of the other disciples. He says, I worked harder. But the end of the verse, he says, Though it was not I, but the grace of God that is with me. Paul recognized that though he did accomplish a lot, the only reason he was able to accomplish that was because God was with him and because God was working through him to accomplish those things. And his boasting of those accomplishments is drastically different than the boasting that these people and these false teachers were making. These false teachers were saying, look at how great I am. Look at everything that I have done. Paul is saying, look at everything God has done through me, making himself insignificant. But he is trying to draw the Corinthians' attention back to the fact that that authority and that ministry, it wasn't, it wasn't of Paul, but it was something that was given to him by God. And he'll, I think really, he, he really gives a great summary of everything that he's talking about in verse 18. And we'll look at that when we get there. But there at that first part of verse 12, he's saying we're not boasting to the point of arrogance like the false teachers were. But he was trying to get them to realize again that that, that ministry that he had was from God. And he says at the end, that second part of verse 12, 
But when they measure themselves by one another and compare themselves with one another, they are without understanding. They had, these false teachers, they had become their own standard. And, and I mean, that's, that's true even looking at a lot of false teachers today. People look at how eloquently, eloquently they speak. They look at how well they are dressed. They look at how much money that person has. They look at, at the crowds that that person is able to draw. It's all about them. And they have become the standard rather than God being the standard. And they judge themselves, as he says, they compare themselves with one another. They compare themselves with themselves. They're saying, look at how great we are. You need to try to be like us. You need to try to get to our standard. And to try to be as great and as wonderful as we are. And as Paul says here, they are without understanding. The New King James says they are not wise. They're being foolish because they're judging themselves by, by a false standard, a standard that doesn't matter, all in an effort to promote themselves rather than promoting God. Um, we'll, we'll stop right here because what he says, starting in verse 13, again, some interesting things. Uh, to look at some interesting statements made by Paul starting there in verses, especially verses 13 uh, through, through 15. Uh, but in order for us to, to kind of look at, look at that in, in depth and really try to examine what Paul is saying here, uh, we'll stop right here and pick up in verse 13 tomorrow. As always, if you have any questions, feel free to leave a comment below. Feel free to message us. Feel free to call the office and we would love to answer any questions that you have about God, about the church, about the scriptures, anything that that you might be wondering about. If you want to study more, we would love, love to do that for and with you. Uh, but again, please come back tomorrow and we'll pick up there in verse 13.